This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of a weekly podcast sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the podcast. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the podcast and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for two continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the podcast concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. LIW The Twilight Zone Review is now in effect. Citizens, welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 288. This is for 2002's Twilight Zone, episode 137, that collection. I am flying solo here because we're supposed to record yesterday. Dick just got back from terrible, terrible, trashy Florida and Disney World and all that. Couldn't make it tonight. He's got some family thing. Frank is got just a litany of issues and, and I, I just don't even, don't even, I, I, I'm used to his weirdness. The, the weird things that happen in his life are just, uh, they're there. Yeah, he's got internet problem. Anyway, uh, so I'm flying solo. I just want to mention right off the bat that uh, today's the 25th of August of 2021. On 8-15 of 2018, Nyquil and Cocaine debuted. I have barely done that show. I've only done a few episodes. I'm going to move the camera a little bit. feels a little distant when I'm by myself. feels a little weird. Ah, I'm not used to seeing myself in this giant screen. What am I going to do? Oh, man. Anyway, um, The Collection. Uh, we get a, a treat with two 2002 episodes in a row here, and it's it's a nice reprieve from all the night gallery we've had recently, and then it makes me realize next week is, I think, two night galleries, which I'll, I'll go over that at the end of the next episode. So if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be the next episode I talk about that, what's on the docket for next week's live shows. We do two to three at a time, so figure it out. But yeah, this one... It started off, all I knew about it was it was about dolls, because if you go to IMDb and look at this episode, it's got a the picture, the main, the only picture I, I think, maybe there's more, but it's just a little, little case of dolls, and I'm like, oh, great, yay, because we recently have done a few doll things, I feel like, because we did our R.L. Stein one, that, that was a doll house, that was a painting of a, a house, but we did... Um, a creep show episode about a girl in a dollhouse. That was really good, though. This one, not so much. Let me get my banner on here. There we go. Now I feel like we're we're doing a show. But yeah, this one is a girl comes over to babysit for a, a, a young girl, a young girl of ten, and the parents are like, "It's it, whenever they do it in TVs, it's like, hey, welcome to our house. Sorry, that's over there. Here's this. Bye." In reality, I feel like you're, they're going to show you more, like especially nowadays. But they're like, all right, here's here's our daughter. She's 10. 
Here's her color-coded book. you got to follow everything. Here's a list of her fears and phobias. Here's what she can eat. Here's her allergies. And it's all like this big, fat book. Like she's going to go like, like talk through someone in NASA in the landing, one of the something on Mars. It's just a big, fat book. And she's like, oh, okay, great. And she, I don't think she even looks at that book again. <laughs> but then um, I realized, I'm like, is that fucking that's Jessica Simpson? I, I'm not really that familiar with Jessica Simpson, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that's her. And then later on, a few minutes later, I was like, yeah, it's definitely her. Okay. And then I pull up to IMDb and I'm like, all right, it's been confirmed. That is, we, do, we get a Jessica Simpson uh, alert spotting in the wild back when she was doing things. I have no idea what that girl's up to now. She seems to be the only one who's gotten out of the spotlight altogether and kept her sanity from the looks of it. Uh, but, you know, kudos to her, I, I guess. All right, so she's like, I bet you got a pretty room to the girl after the parents leave. I don't know where the fuck the parents are going. I don't, I don't know if it matters. I expected that to play into this episode, but no, it didn't. She's She goes upstairs to the girl's room. Immediately, she's like, ah, oh, she looks around. The girl's like, I picked, I picked out all the colors, and she's like, uh, what, what's up the fucking dolls? You got a, you got like seventy five dolls in there. What's, what's up with those? It's in a locked cabinet. Can't help but notice all the attention here is drawn into the doll, doll bookcase, doll case. I don't know what you call it, the display case for your seventy five dolls there, that are all very fashionable, and it doesn't appear like you play with them, and it's locked. That's a bit weird. Um. And I was like, at this point, I even wrote my notes during this. Uh, clearly, Jessica Simpson is going to get turned into a Barbie doll. And I wasn't surprised when it did happen. Spoiler alert for this episode. I always want to start off, I always mean to start off by with these episodes by going like, do I recommend it? This one, eh, if you got time. <laughs> if you got time, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. The podcast listeners are going to hear me like trying to clear my... <laughs> Uh, I was weeping violently before I started recording, uh, just just like sobbing, and I'm just a bit, I'm a bit, you know, under the weather there because of all the weeping I was doing. What am I? What am I talking? About? Oh, um, okay. So she looks at the doll and she's like, "Oh, this is it." One of the dolls falls over, and she's like, "Oh, I was, I was gonna go fix it, but it's locked." And the girl pulls out a key and they fix it. And I guess they don't lock it because they go downstairs. And she's making her notes. Jessica Simpson has like a note. And she's like, children who have been alone tend to develop their own. She's doing like psychology bullshit. And she's highlighting in her book. And then they go back upstairs. And then one of the dolls gets out. And the doll took the key. And she went and hid in the dark. And the little girl's naming facts about all these dolls. Like this one loves chocolate. This one loves to or can't swim or something like that. And this one really hates other races and is an awful doll. And I hate this one. It's a it's a neo-Nazi doll. I don't know why I bought it, but I have it. And then they find a broken cup. And the whole, t whole thing is basically Jessica Simpson's like psychoanalyzing this girl and just basically saying, yeah, the doll did it. Okay, I get it, little girl. Does the doll do it when your parents are home or just when you're feel feeling abandoned? Did I do something to make you feel wrong? Look, I'm your friend, okay? I'm going to help you with this. Stop breaking shit under my watch because your parents are not going to be happy. And I kind of want some more money out of them. I'm gonna, I want this to be a gig. And the little girl's is like, no, the, the, the doll did it. The doll did it. And by the end, when you find out what happens, why the fuck is she acting so terrified? I, I, whatever. 
Um, the she trips and then cuts her hand on something, and Jessica Simpson's like, "Oh my god, let me call your parents!" And she, and she literally calls the parents who are like off in their fucking swingers retreat, whatever the hell they're doing that night. And she's like, "Hey, I just, I just want no. She's fine. I just want to. She cut herself. No, no, it's not that bad of a cut. It's just a. Uh, I want to know where your first aid kit is." And I'm like, "Bitch, you didn't even look. You didn't even attempt to find it. Look under the cabinet in the in the bathroom. Something. You ask the little girl where it is. She's ten. She's gonna know where that is. Kid, little kids love band aids. They know where that shit is. So." Don't call the parents right away. That's that does not look good on you. If if I'm if I have a, a fucking twenty something year old watching my kid and they call me within the first forty five minutes and ask where shit is and I'm like, did you even look? Did you even look? Did you take a gander around in the cabinets? I don't even care if you go through my fucking like my wife's panty drawer. Just fucking sift through that shit and just find something. You'll find wrapper wrap around like fucking Rambo. Just I don't know, fucking tie it off. I don't care what you do. Do not call me. Do not call me. If her head is still attached to her body, I don't want to have a phone call. Do what you got to do other than that. Decapitation or less, do not call me for. You are wasting my time and my Viagra that I took before I went to the swingers party with my wife. We have not been out in ages. Okay, sweetie? I'm sorry. I'll think about you tonight when I'm with my wife. you gotta, you got to stop calling me. But yeah, she doesn't even try. I don't know if she gets the information, but they just cut away to that from that. Um, all the dolls, she goes, they go back upstairs. All the dolls are out of the cabinet. Every single one of them. The cabinet's open. She's like, she must've came up and let them all out of the house and let them all out of their bookshelf or whatever the fuck it is, their cabinet. And she's like, what do you do with the dolls, bitch? And I'm like, you've been with her the whole time. She did not have time to take them all out. And you were just up there with her. She has been in the room with you downstairs. And now you go upstairs for the first time. And now all the dolls are gone. How are you this dumb? She's not clued into anything. And then she goes, the, the babysitter has a line where she goes, Shelly's the doll that's getting out and causing on the mischief that little girl's saying. She goes, Shelly is not Cindy Bristow. She's not just walking around. She's not, Shelly's, not, Shelly's a doll, not Cindy Bristow. And I was like, who the fuck is Cindy Bristow? Am I supposed to know who that is? I'm going to look her up right now. I don't. I have no idea who that is. Cindy Bristow. No. Sydney Bristow? She's on the show Alias. That's probably what it meant. I really... Am I probably... That's probably what she meant. I don't... I don't know. That's a weird reference. As well as mentioning the fact that she likes... To, she liked to watch Buffy with one of her dolls. Because it's also showing UPN at this time. It looks like this Twilight Zone series. But anyway, um... She, all the dolls are out. Um, there's 13 minutes into the episode until she finally believes her that these dolls are real because they're like all over the banister and the stairs and they keep moving around in the living room. And one of them fucking shoves a pot off a, off a shelf and smashes it on the ground. She looks up and sees it. And she's like, all right, I need to call your parents. And she's walking around. And she, she's like grabbing the dolls but throwing them at the other dolls and like grabbing one doll and like using it as a baseball bat to swat the other ones away. I'm like... Bitch, just grab a fucking trash bag. Grab a plastic trash bag. Grab a Walmart bag. Grab a pillowcase. I don't care what you grab. Just... There we go. Tie the fucker up. All right. Put this in a box or... I don't know. Fucking something. I, I, I don't understand why she can't... They're a fucking... They're dolls. What is the issue here? How are you... 
struggling this much against dolls. I don't understand movies about dolls. Like, Chucky gets away with it because he goes and hides before you realize he's evil. And he always fails if you find out he's evil too early. He never can get you after that. So, whatever. It's the episode. I get it. Um, the little girl runs up and hides in the closet. Um, Jessica Simpson's looking for her. She goes up there. All the dolls are converging on their location like a fucking doll SWAT team. It's like, pfft, little doll fists. And yeah, they're doing that shit. And then they go up to the closet door and then little girl pulls Jessica Simpson into the closet. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well for you, Jessica Simpson. Close the doors in the, in the closet and you see all the dolls, like all the shadows, like Puppet Master movie. <laughs> Someone literally holding some guy off screen going, mm, here's a doll, spooky, spooky doll. And she's like, what? And for some, I don't know where this fucking wallet comes into play. And she's like, that's mine. Where do you find it? She slaps it out of the girl, out of the babysitter's hand, falls on the ground and they start rifling through it. She starts, babysitter starts going through it. And it's all these IDs of all these people she mentioned and all their fa like facts. Like, oh, you mentioned this girl likes chocolate and this girl hates swimming or loves swimming. I forget which. This girl loves Buffy. All these names you mentioned. It's all these IDs. And she's like, the dolls weren't here to scare us. They're here to warn me. And then it like cuts to the little girl and it cuts back to Jessica Simpson. And she goes, the dolls are here to warn me. I'm like, what the fuck? Did we just go back to commercial break? There was no cut there. It was very bizarre repeating of dialogue for no reason. And then the little girl's like, I wish you didn't find that. I, I'm so sorry. You're going to hate me. And she hugs her and she's like, I got to, we got to get out of here. Like, I got to call your parents. We got to, we got to tell them what's going on and we got to go, we got to go. And then the little girl's like, oh, you shouldn't have said that, bitch. You dumb, dumb bitch. Oh, you're such a bitch. And then like Jessica Simpson turns, <laughs> they do a bad special effect where she's like, whoa, whoa, and she turns into a doll and one like, weird pixelated nightmare and it cuts away and it's just the little girl by herself and then the parents get home and, and, and dad's on the phone like this is the third babysitter in a row that he's from your service that's that's a uh, abandoned my daughter in the middle of the night like middle of the day what the fuck she could have died like she's only 10 years old i'm gonna speak to your manager and i'm like why do you keep going back after the first two even after the first one you know, there's some weird, like, escort service or babysitter service that you're calling. I don't... I, I've never heard of a babysitter service. I've never heard of that in my life. Is that a real thing? I, has anyone ever heard of that? I Maybe that... Maybe back in the day? I don't know. It was just always, like, the... Who in my circle of friends knows someone who's not on drugs right now... And is willing to make 15 bucks for the night. That's usually what who I was babysitted by. And drugs, not on drugs right now, was you know lower on the list of requirements. Um, like she's using, but she's she just got out of rehab, so she knows how to be sober, but she's not now. So you, yeah, uh, fair you know fairly responsible back in the day. That's that's all I'm saying, but. Yeah, the dad keeps going back to that place. And, like, isn't that the definition of insanity? Just keep doing the same thing while expecting different results? This is the third time, motherfucker. This is on you at some point. I'm sorry. And then the obvious ending with the little girls putting her dolls away. And the mom's like, these are all over the house. And she gives them back to her. I'm like, why didn't the dolls leave after that? I don't know. They just stayed around. They just, like, we we failed. 
I'll go into Toy Story mode when the parents are around, the mom's around, and and they get put back in the case, and then she's like, I got a new friend for you. It's Jessica Simpson doll. And then it cuts to her, and they show her face, and I couldn't stop laughing. I'm going to show it here because it is, it made me go, Matt Damon. It reminded me of that because it is hilarious how this doll looks. I'm pulling it up right now. It's going to take me a second to find, but it is fantastic doll work. All right, here we go. Now you all be nice to her. Matt Damon. Look at the eyes. What's wrong with that fucking left eye? What is wrong with this? This eye is all tiny. This one's twice the size and like falling down into the skull. <laughs> How do you fuck it up that bad? It's the reveal of your episode. It's the whole episode's leading to this shot. And which, if you're paying attention, you know what's going to show this. You know that's going to happen right off the bat. But I don't want the doll to be this fucking derpy looking. I don't... It looks awful. Whoever made this doll should have been fired on the spot. It is terrible. Matt, Dan, Jessica Simpson... Like, it's awful. Anyway, that's the episode. I gave it a six. It's not good. It's better than the next episode, though. I'll say that. Uh, I'm trying to flick up any other facts about this. There's really not much online for the 2002 series, uh, which is the correct decision. I ha I have I am a part of the Facebook group, the Twilight Zone, which is people just you know sharing their love of Twilight Zone. And I notice people. I don't know why they do this. They associate everything that Rob was a part of as better. Because Rob was a part of it. And I don't always agree with that. So they say like the 2002 version is the worst. And they're like, I fucking love 85 version and Night Gallery. And I'm like, Night Gallery is fucking garbage. And that show is almost, it's borderline unwatchable for me. And, and they're the other guys in the show too. So it's not just me. And the, the, so they say, think this version is the worst. And I'm like, I thought so too when I was younger coming up. Because I remember watching this going, ooh, this is cheesy. But it turns out I like them in reverse order, like 2002, and then 85, and then Night Gallery. And obviously the, the, the original show is the best, but yeah, I, I, I look forward to the 2002 episodes. Because the worst they're going to be is just kind of boring. And the worst a Night Gallery is going to be is like soul-sucking boredom and, and irritation. And the 85 is, like, the worst that's going to be is, like, annoying characters and, like, 80s cliches. Or, like, it looks like a Zales commercial, like that Arcelina's Dying episode where you're like, oh, this is so dated. This looks awful. This looks so cheap. But that's the worst you're going to get on that show. So, yeah, fuck Night Gallery, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I, I remember liking that show as a kid, like, some, some segments. But we have not done any of those episodes that I remember fondly. Or if, if I did, I'm a fucking idiot, which is also probably true, but I just don't get the passion. Just because Rod's name was on it, Rod wasn't even a fan of Night Gallery at a certain point. I just don't... You have to judge it for what it is, not for what you want it to be. And I'm judging the shows for what they are, and if they're irritating. This one is just kind of middle of the road, so I gave it a six. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good, I predicted it early. I don't really hold against it as much if i was able able to predict the ending as some people um it, because i kind of go I, I i'm i watch a lot of shit i watch a lot of shit so 
I'm not going to hold that against the show, who's just made for the passing UPN viewer back in 2002, 2003. So I'm not going to hold it against the uh, writing of it, but this one was fairly obvious from the beginning, but it didn't, I didn't have to sit there and watch it in full because I'm sitting there laughing so hard at some points where Jessica Simpson's like, <gasps> and the dolls are like, it's just one like on a banister, like, it's so fucking bizarre. Um, it, and it kind of made me laugh at certain points, but not the way it was going for. It wasn't a comedy episode. It was just dumb. It reminded me of a cha- or a, a Puppet Master movie, rather. Which we've done several episodes of Puppet Master. And this is our really our tying it together because I have my Puppet Master toy down here, which I want to grab, but also I don't want to walk across here on, on camera if I'm the only one here and grab it. But I have a little pinhead dude that I always said was this guy. On the background, where he looks like Forrest Whitaker in this sh- on, on that image, but yes, yeah, so we got our tie-in finally. But yeah, you can you can you can skip this one. You don't really need to watch it. It reminds me more of an episode of like R.L. Stein show, like Goosebumps or The Haunting Hour or something like that, than it does an actual Twilight Zone, because there's no creepiness to it, and it's formulaic, and it felt like it was made for twelve-year-olds. More than an adult, or even like a seventeen-year-old would be bored by this. So, in the end of the day, who's it for? If it's for twelve-year-olds, why is it the Twilight Zone episode? I yeah. So I get why you if you said you hated this episode, I I get kind of why if you go that route. But as far as story structure goes, it's, it's, it's harmless. It's it's inoffensive. It's just. Doesn't it doesn't stick around long enough to be boring though? But let me get out of here because I'm just I'm rambling. LIWstudios.com, Lord Doing a Wonderland on YouTube. Tuesday nights, usually Tuesday nights, we do LIW the Twilight Interview. This show uh, t- live 10 p.m. Eastern, and then on Sunday nights we do LIW Anthology Series Review and B Movie Battle slash Nick Cage Cast. We've been doing a lot of Nick Cage movies lately. Some good ones. Some really good ones, actually. And that's not sarcastic. We also did a score to settle this last week. Uh, next week is Honeymoon in Vegas versus uh, Leaving Las Vegas. So his two Vegas movies. Two of his Vegas movies with Vegas in the title. That's going to be this Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern live shows. Uh, you can check all that out, even the live episode recording schedule on LIWstudios.com. Uh, here is the outro, though. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. This outro is going to mention all the co-hosts, and none of them are good enough to show up today, so just ignore that part of it. Citizens of Wonderland, rejoice in the fact that we have covered another episode on the podcast. Go to liwstudios.com for more videos and podcasts. Subscribe to Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Check out the Indie Sports Car Podcast and Way Off Topic Radio. Search on Amazon for books by Richard Pierce. Until next time, and in the meantime, we are Phoenix West, That's Frank Links, and Dick nope, Dickett. Nope. So long, citizens. All hail glorious conformity. All hail our glorious leader. Shut off the fucking podcast now.